0: Welcome back to Chit Chat about Islam with your hosts Judy Yusuf and me Jenna. Today's episode will be about women in Islam. Now let's jump
1: into the topic.
2: Women back then did not have as many rights in life or in anything in general, and were usually just seen as beings who just have kids and stay home and do everything. Although when Islam introduced the world, uh, the world it practically changed everything, and others saw it as a weird, like as weird, like in Europe for example. They thought the rights given to Muslim women was crazy. And then when we flash back to the 21st century, people are encouraging these rights.
1: Now let's get into what these rights are for. Example, equality, which is a big factor. Islam introduced the equality between men and women, meaning no one was lower than the other. It ranged all the way from marriage and divorce. It states in chapter 4, verse
2: 124.
1: But those who do good, whether male or female, and have faith will enter Paradise and will never be wronged, even as much as the speck on a date stone. Everyone was and still is equal under the eyes of God, and nothing has changed with that. For example, during the Prophet's time, the Prophet's soon-to-be wife,
0: named Khadija had her own trading company. Women during this time were working when women in Europe were at home doing chores. Now, some might think that this money probably went to the woman's husband, but that is also wrong. In Islam, men are strictly forbidden from taking their wife's money unless she allowed it other than that, it was an automatic no.
2: Now as you brought up the topic about money, let me mention something too. As men can't take women's money, there's another aspect to it. Women can't take men's money, let's say for example a person's wife wants to go shopping and asked her husband for the debit card. He's supposed to give it to her unless the card itself has no money on it. And he has the no right to ask her, what about your money? And whether she uses her money or not, it is also none of his business
1: how about the topic about education well yes women are supposed to be educated too and there's no exact limit to her education either in fact the first thing said in the quran was read education study and research are held in high esteem in islam
2: along with that here's a little fact universities were started by a woman named fatima the the daughter of muhammad was the person who founded and created the whole idea of about colleges Along with that, something I just recently learned is that the cap and gown tradition was handed down from Muslims who attended these universities. The gown was a piece of clothing called either a abaya or tawb in Muslim countries. And the cap originated by having the Holy Quran placed on the student's head to show that he has accomplished what God has asked for for in his education, leading to our modern-day cap and gown.
1: Something that Europeans thought was outrageous was the property rights given to women. This happened during when Islam was introduced in 7th century, during the 600s. And although in America, when property rights were given to women, was in 1848. It was called married woman's property rights. So those rights came 1,200 years after. And when I say property rights, I mean if she ever inherited land from her father, it was hers. Even if she got married, it still belonged to her. Her husband couldn't take it, and so on. Next up is marriage and gender roles. The first thing in the process of marriage is the dowry, which
0: consists of the man giving the woman a set amount of money, for herself and only herself. In other words, it can be seen as a bridal gift. Obviously, some people might see this as a
1: price tag for the bride, although it's more of an engagement gift instead of a ring. Next, gender roles. And not much is asked of women in Islam, except for two things, which is to be loyal to her husband. For example, like not seeing anyone else, not cheating on him, things similar to that. Then there is also to manage the money that he has. For example, managing how much money is coming in and out and making sure they are using their money wisely in a sense. That's basically it.
2: Now, some couples decide to start a family. So when the couple has a kid, the only thing added to the list is raising their kid on a stem, which is a job spit split between the husband and wife
0: so anything else done like cleaning or cooking that she does is considered extra good deed for her because it was never asked of her because household chores cooking and raising their kids is just as much of responsibility to him as it is to her. Something also important to mention is the difference between culture and religion
2: in religion we ex- in religion, we explained. What is asked of women, although in culture, things might slightly or drastically differ. First off, culture can be defined as a a custom to a group or nationality, and not every nationality has the same custom as another group or people might have.
1: For example, in some cultures, it is seen that women are asked to be in charge of household chores and cooking while raising the kids is split amongst the two. While in some cultures, women and men are given equal tasks, some even decide on having who works and does chores, and the other staying at home and does more. It just depends.
0: And the only problem coming from this is acting as though both are the same thing. I mean, if you think whatever your culture asks of you is what is asking Islam. So, for example, in some cultures, the custom is for the wife to cook, clean, and raise the kids. And say that Islam asks this of them, when it never, in fact, it never was, which is where some people may go wrong on.
2: Now, what if things don't go as they should and the couple don't seem to be compatible for one another? They would obviously get divorced. It says in the Quran, chapter
0: 2, verse 236.
2: The meaning to this would be there is no blame if you divorce woman before the marriage is consummated or, or the dowry is settled, but given them a suitable compensation, the rich according to his means and the poor according to his, A reasonable compensation is an obligation on the good doors. This first mentions that when you get when you divorce, your wife and have, you have not lived with each other yet. For example, they were incompatible. He can have half of what he has given her. So to make it clear, her dowry ca- he cannot take. Although the house they bought or rented with the furniture inside, they split. And she takes half. Although if they were all the other way around where he got divorced and they lived together, then she gets everything like the house, the furniture, and everything.
1: Along with that, he has to keep giving her money to buy groceries or necessities until she is married again. Some might say, well, if the woman is working, does she still have to get money from him? Well, yes, she still has to because it's part of his responsibility. In Islam, women can also get divorced from their husband. Although she has to go to court to do
0: that, but still, she has the right to do so because it's not only in the husband's hands to get divorced or not.
2: Something also to realize with divorce that men aren't supposed to be threatening their wife with things like if they got divorced, he takes all her money or things like that. That is all prohibited. So let's review what we just discussed. I'll start, we I'll start. We discussed first off, the equality between men and women.
1: We also discussed how women back then and till now in Islam are allowed to work and get educated. We even mentioned some Muslim women known for this like Fatima and Khadija. We also discussed how a woman's money Is always hers, and her
0: husband has no say in that money whatsoever. Although his money she has all access to. We also mentioned property rights that women, property rights to women,
1: that also her husband was not to take. We later mentioned divorce and how the woman owns everything if they've lived together or if they haven't. Then she would get half, along with the dowry he has given her, only belongs to her. Something also to keep in mind is that he is not allowed to threaten her with anything just because she wants to get divorced.
2: I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat About Islam, and if you enjoyed it and want to hear more of our episodes, then go ahead and subscribe and get notified whenever we post something new.
1: Also spread any benefits you learned from this episode, because you never know if if it actually helps someone with this information. We're trying to build a peaceful community here and around us in the world. Also, go ahead and
0: rate the episode, and tell us about anything that would make your experience better in the comments, or give us ideas on what else you would like us to chit-chat about.
2: I hope you guys do not miss out on next time's episode, so see you guys next time. Bye.